This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. I get emails all the time from people. Some are random, some are questions. And I welcome these emails. I try to get back as many as I can. And there's a theme that very often plays itself out in these emails. The people, they, they say, listen, I, I watch a lot of classes. You know, I'm, I'm struggling, my marriage, or I'm working to make things a little bit better than they are right now. And a lot of times they use two words, which I, I hate these words. They say, I wish I could do better, but I can't. I can't. I'm stuck. I'm at a place where just things, they're just not getting much better than they are right now. There's a, a brilliant concept that we find, which it, it takes it takes on a different light. It helps you understand the way that we process information just a little bit better. The very famous story that we all know, where Klyistral is traveling, they're going through the desert. And as they're going through the desert, Miriam passes away all the way at the end. And they turn to Moshe Rabbeinu and they say to Moshe Rabbeinu, they say, Moshe, we have no water. Miriam was the source, the schus of Miriam was the source of the water. We have no more water. Moshe, we need water. And Maisha turns to them and he says, okay, what should I do? And they start ganging up on him. And they're all yelling and screaming. And Hashem turns to Maisha and he says to Maisha, go and speak to the rock. And when you speak to the rock, water will come forth and everyone will be happy. And very famous story, Maisha steps forward and he doesn't speak to the rock. He hits the rock and Hashem turns to him and says, Maisha, you hit the rock. You made a chil Hashem. That's it. You're not going into Herod Yisrael. You get punished. It's all over. Moshe loses his leadership because he hit the rock instead of speaking to the rock. And everybody asks, this is like not the greatest thing in the world, seemingly, that Moshe did wrong. I mean, like, okay, he's supposed to speak and he hit. And not only that, but if you actually look back in history, you see that when Klaisel came out of Mitzrayim, you see that they also wanted water. They came to Rafidim. And they say to Maisha, hey, Maisha, there's no water here. Millions of people. Can you do something about this? And Maisha turns to Hashem and he says, what am I supposed to do to them? Like, what, what should I do? We've got millions of people. We need water. And Hashem says to him, go ahead, take from take with you the Zikna Yisrael, and you should go in front of this rock. And you should hit the rock. So Maisha's commanded at one point, to hit the rock, and he hits the rock. Second story, he's commanded to speak to the rock, and he hits the rock. Okay, fine. But you see that hitting the rock was not such a big deal. He had done this before. It worked. Why is it that when Hashem tells Moshe, you deviated a little bit from the storyline, oh, that's it, you lost the malucha. Lost the malucha. This was Moshe Rabbeinu, the greatest person in the world. How do we understand the the the, the, the Avera, the thing where Moshe deviated from the word of Hashem, just so small, and Hashem punishes him. How does that work? So Reb Zaman Saratskin, in his Naim Latayra, my father always quotes him, and, and I started looking in his farm, beautiful, amazing stuff that he says there. He says, the story that you classically understand as a child is not the story that happened here in Parshas Chukas, when Moshe hit the rock instead of speaking to the rock. He says, there was a concept that, that 
we have to understand in its entirety, in its depth, and we're not going to have time to do that, but I want to shed light into one side of the story. He says, before Matan Torah, there was a certain element, a way that Hashem ran the world. Once we received the Torah, everything in the world changed. It changed. The message that Hashem was telling Moshe was as follows. Before Matan Torah, the way that you got things done was in a certain manner, abracadabra. Things are happening clearly biyad Hashem. It, it was it was a certain revelation, a, a way of relating to Hashem that was much more panim upon it was, it was It was much more instant. That element was converted after Har Sinai to be infused within the Torah. And he says that when Hashem tells Moshe to speak to the rock, he didn't actually mean that that he should speak to the rock. Rather, he should stand by the rock and speak to the people. And by infusing the people with Torah, with Kedusha, with words of Musr, of spirituality, that area would become filled with the Shekhinah, and then through that, water would come rushing out of the rock. So it's a totally different way of operating the world. Before this, Hashem said, just hit the rock, water will come out, and that's it. Once there was the the concept of the Torah coming down into this world, we now had a place, we had the Mishkan, we ultimately had the Bishamikdash, it was a place of Hashras, Hashkina, where the Shekhinah comes. We have today, you go to a shul, the shul, the shul has a certain element of Kedusha. That was the story. Moshe Rabbeinu shows up to the rock, and he's about to give a Musr Shmuz. And what happens is, if you look in the Pasa, is that Hashem tells Moshe, Go take the stick and gather the assembly. And the word Ada refers to an assembly, an equal line of people, people that are standing in line waiting, eager to listen to what you have to say. But what happens is, is that when Moshe gets there, he sees that this is not assembly, this is not an Ada, this is a Kahal. This is a mad mob of people. They're burning the, 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 the pitchforks. They're screaming for blood. And Moshe says, I'm going to give a schmooze over here. Nobody's listening to a blasted word I'm saying. And he stands there and he says, this is not going to work. There's just nobody to talk to. And instead he picks up his staff and he hits the rock. Because he says, "That let me at least get them water. That's what I know. It works. I'm not going to be able to get through to the people. I'm going to give up on them and I'm going to hit the rock. And initially Hashem doesn't agree with him. Until finally Hashem says, it's going to be a tremendous chil Hashem if this doesn't work. So when Moshe hits the second time, the water comes rushing out. And Hashem turns to Moshe at that moment and he says to him, do you know what the sign of a true leader is? A true leader does not give up on his people. At this moment in time, you gave up? You're not a leader anymore. You're not a leader anymore. A leader believes in his people. A leader believes in his mission. You saw people getting out of line and all of a sudden you gave up the mission? That's not a leader. The Navy SEALs, when they go through their training and you speak to them after they're in the Army, they're they're in the Navy for two, three, four years, you say to them, when you came in, did you think you'd be able to accomplish what you did? And they all say, I have accomplished the impossible. I have done things I never in my wildest dreams could have ever imagined that I would have done. And they do it because they train them that the idea of saying I can't is not in your vocabulary anymore. You can. 
You can do anything in the world that you possibly want. The idea of I can't is an attitude. I can't. Okay, then you really can't. But if you say I can, then you truly can. You will push yourself. You will find a way to make something happen. Moshe Rabinu said, I can't. And as soon as you say, I can't, it's over. There's nothing else for you to do. You're right. You can't. You can't. It's over. I got an email recently from a person. And he says to me, my, my marriage is over. I just can't do this anymore. It's so hard. I don't know what I could do. And I sent him back an email. And this is what the email said. I said to him, the ability to say, I can or I can't, is in your hands. But one thing I can make a deal with you. If you say the words, I can, instead of I can't, I'll, I'll partner with you. I'll work with you. I'll help you get the tools that you need to do the things you need to do. And a lot of times people say, I can't, because what they're really saying is, I don't know. I don't know. It's like if I say to you right now, can you paint a mural on your wall? Don't try this at home. But can you do this? Can you paint a huge picture on your wall? Beautiful picture that your wife is going to be like, wow, that's amazing. Most people say, no, I I can't do that. If I would say to you, can you play the saxophone? No, I I can't do that. Can you play the piano? No, I I can't do that. Can you build me a stender out of wood, right, with a double bevel miter saw? No, I I can't do that, right? Can you take a gorgeous picture that's going to make it into National Geographic? No, I just can't do that. Let me ask you a question. What was the last time you tried any of those things? We don't try. I can't because I don't. But if I sat down with you and I, and I said to you, I'm going to teach you how to take pictures like a beast. I'm going to show you how to paint. I'm going to teach you how to play saxophone by the greatest saxophone player in the world. Then all of a sudden you can. And all of a sudden you can do things you never thought you can do. When there's knowledge, when there's a system, when you understand, yeah, you know what? I just didn't know, so therefore I said I can't. But I have the attitude now of saying, I'm willing to do this. Now it's a totally different ballgame. And this guy writes me back. And he says, I'll take your deal. I'll take your deal. I'll change my attitude if you'll hold my hand. It's been months. This guy, I sent him an email recently. I said, how's it going? There's a lot of work. Don't don't kid yourself. There's a lot of work that went into this. I said, how's it going? He said, Shanari Shaina is great. This guy's married 25 years. There's no Shanari Shaina. But he finally started living. He's finally started being in a marriage that's successful. So all he needed to do was change his attitude from I can't to I can. And when you do that, you see that you could accomplish almost anything. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.